Welcome to the Tech Today podcast, powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. So we've published a, a number of, of items since the last podcast episode. The CEO churn report, which I mentioned, if you haven't looked at that, I would encourage you to do so. We, we posted it to Tech Today. It's a free report titled CEO Raider, CEO Churn Report, where we looked at CEO turnover amongst public companies dating back to January 2019. And we selected 30 cases, primarily broadly defined technology companies, but there's some other stuff in there as well. It's, and we give you color as to why we believe there was turnover, not just, hey, there was turnover. You know, we give you some, some, some color around stock price performance, whether or not there were uh, cultural issues, that type of thing. We posted some content around Google's disclosure, Alphabet's disclosure about their Google Cloud business. So we gave you a revenue performance for Google Cloud versus Microsoft's commercial cloud versus AWS. It's not exactly an apples to apples comparison, unfortunately, because while AWS is a, a pure disclosure, probably the best way to describe it, Azure is buried inside of Microsoft's commercial cloud, which has a number of other businesses in, embedded in that revenue line. And Google Cloud consists of GCP, which would be the comp to Azure, the comp to AWS, and it also includes G Suite. And we give you detail around that disclosure, so you don't have to take notes on what I just said, but not apples to apples. Posted a item this morning around what we would like to see from public companies as they, you know, we're going to start to see the, uh, the proxy filings, the executive comp filings in a couple months en masse. And we would love to see companies incorporate operating cash flow as a performance metric that is incorporated into executive compensation models. So operating cash flow growth specifically. And we realize that operating cash flow companies don't manage operating cash flow the way they manage revenue, the way they manage earnings. You know, sometimes there are uh, timing issues that don't allow cash flow to be recognized. And so it, so it can be lumpy from quarter to quarter. Year to year, it's usually a, a pretty good proxy. And then depending on what type of investment initiatives you may have, cash may get... Uh, you know, depressed in certain quarters. And so we wouldn't be opposed to companies, to compensation committees uh, looking at operating cash flow on a rolling two-year period for comparison's sake. So if you were to take year-end 2020 operating cash flow plus year-end 2019 operating cash flow and compare that to year-end 2019 OCF plus year-end 2018 and see what that, that growth rate would be for the combined periods, you know, wouldn't be opposed to that. But I think operating cash flow has value as a metric, particularly in instances where companies are aggressive in terms of how they calculate adjusted EBITDA. So EBITDA and adjusted EBITDA are financial metrics that are factored into executive compensation models, particularly at the CEO level. And some companies get very aggressive with how they account for adjusted EBITDA. And operating cash flow is sort of truth serum. It normalizes any aggressive accounting behavior at the EBITDA level. And then the last piece is we just put out a piece of content around eBay and Intercontinental Exchange. So the Intercontinental Exchange, ticker symbol ICE, founded by Jeff Sprecher in the year 2000. Most of you in the fintech space, I'm sure, know the ICE. And they proposed a $30 billion acquisition of eBay per the Wall Street Journal. And the ICE is supposedly interested in the marketplace business, not so much eBay's classified business. The ICE traded down a couple percentage points. eBay was up. eBay's value at the moment is at, is at approximately $30 billion. 
which implies 9.2 times enterprise value to trailing operating cash flow. And eBay is basically a, you know, a flattish business, but it is consistent with Sprecher's past public disclosures, you know, interviews he's given, and they, they may have put it in uh, NAK filings. I'm not sure. I'm sure he's talked about it at, at investor conferences and such, but his affinity for exchange-oriented businesses and marketplace-oriented businesses you know, he, of course, started with energy exchanges back in the early 2000s, moving into financial exchanges as a mortgage exchange business, Mayors, M-E-R-S, if I'm not mistaken on the uh, on the name that they acquired. And where eBay gets interesting is if Sprecher and ICE were to crypto-enable eBay. So Intercontinental Exchange founded, bought a Bitcoin futures exchange. And Sprecher's on the record as saying that yeah, he believed cryptocurrency, digital currency will play a role in the economy and that you have to sort of, you know, embrace it, lean into it, figure it out as opposed to ignore it. And so I just think it would be it'd be fascinating if if ICE were to acquire eBay, modernize the architecture if there's any low-hanging fruit around, you know, technical operating efficiency. And then to onboard cryptocurrency as a mode of payment, a mode of exchange. You know, that could get really interesting. That could get interesting in terms of top-line revenue growth and uh, just being sort of a, a, a leader in, in crypto, along with companies like Coinbase. So we will link to that content in the show notes here. That's all for now. See you next time.